Welcome everybody to E3 2012 on the road podcast. I'm not going to sing this year. <laughs> I will on the road again. I can't wait. We're, we're on the road, dude. So, we got Gerald, me of course, Chris, Jamie. They they know who I am it's by another now. Another beautiful night in paradise. Because <laughs> it is night. It's like what one in the morning. No. Almost two. Two in the morning. Jeez. Um, Did I say we had we had Corey? What's up, world? And Jamie. Yeah. And Jamie. Because Jamie. Jamie's not included in the world. Jamie. That's right. I'm outside the world. It's two in the morning. Give me a minute. I'll, I'll wake up. <laughs> well, after um, seeing what. I don't know. Kind of appears to be a pretty uh, weak startup for the uh, for the press conferences. I unfortunately didn't get the opportunity to sit through them all. Our other members here, namely Gerald and Chris and Corey and Jamie. So can, everyone but you. Yes, but everyone but me. Um, we'll kind of go one by one here. What uh, what was everybody's impressions of the uh, Nintendo's kind of pre-show? did talk about the, the Nintendo pre-show last night on last night's podcast. Yeah. But you can already find on www.yourgamesource.com but so I'm sorry, Corey. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't feel any different than what I did when I talked about it already. But Chris yeah. didn't get to talk about it. Chris, no. talk about it. No, I didn't because I wasn't there. No, I was, I was tired because I was getting off of a plane um, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't actually see it. I, I was on a va- mini vacation, so I didn't get to see it. I listened to your guys' podcast, though. So that, that's basically all I... Your knowledge is all I have right now. That's all you need. That's, He's riding on our knowledge. Yeah. Jamie, fill him in. Um, I was with Chris, not there also, but <laughs> I'll fill you in. Basically, they need to come with something stronger than what they already let out it's just not enough you know they need something big which is not zombie U <laughs> zombie U yeah zombie I, I don't know I was um, if I could get get past the very dry I, I mean I would rather see paint dry on the walls than listen to that guy talk any longer that was had to have been the longest 30 minute press pre-press conference I've ever had to sit through in my life but then again he's the president Soturo Iwata and you're not yeah think about it he makes like nine digit figures while you're sitting there making one digit yeah, trying but... to get to one digit <laughs> I got one digit for you oh <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to save that on another podcast, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that'll be Game Source uncut. <laughs> oh, and if you can see now, he's actually telling Nick uh, Corey is that that he's number one. Number one. Number one. Twice. Yeah, with, with Twice. the <laughs> with the special finger on two hands. Um, I don't know. I I thought uh, if you could get past how bad the uh, speech was, I think um, the. Uh, their mock commercial with the uh, octo octo grandpa that they <laughs> they had on there. I, that was that was bad. I'm sorry. Talking to a random action figure. I, I mean, the guy clearly has has issues. Well, it was just meant for basics uh, as far as it's concerned that they weren't really going to touch on in the Nintendo press conference that we're heading to now. 
Um, it's just something that they need to be, you know, more focused on coming come Tuesday. But it was it was it, it was what it was. It just talked a little about the Miiverse, talked a little bit about the controller, which strangely looks like a 360 controller, except bigger. Yes, except bigger. And the tablet, of course, it talked about um, the enhanced tablet features. But unfortunately, when the next morning Xbox announced its smart glass, um, as far as it's concerned, which now trounces anything that the Wii U tablet can do, it kind of makes it, you know, unimportant in comparison. I, I, I think price point is going to be a significant thing, just like we've kind of said in the past about the PlayStation Vita. Um, I, I don't know. I just think it's too big, too big, too clunky for a remote. I, I don't know if. I think uh, Nintendo's going to have to mainstream something a little more impressive to try to, to win this year's conference. Well, that's, when we get there, we'll see how... We'll be back at the Wii, uh, at the Wii booth, um, and we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure let's try some gameplay first before we make that jump. All right, so what about Sony? Because, I unfortunately, I didn't get to see the Sony press conference. Did anybody get to check it out yet? I did. Oh, yeah, and it's on our website at yourgamesource.com already, on the front page. Thank you, sir. Corey? Um, personally, I, I was not impressed, really, by the Sony's stuff. All they, like, try to do is make themselves look better than they actually are. It kind of made me angry. Because they're like, oh, yeah, we're the epicenter of gaming stuff. Suck it, Sony! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they, they showed off gameplay of, of uh, Battle of Stars... Battle Royale. What is it called again? PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. That one. They showed they showed gameplay of that. I honestly was not impressed at all. Like like the the flow of it looked pretty cool, but the way that it scores, the way that you end up beating it, anybody else, it, it was not impressive at all. It seemed to be more of a hassle, and who can build up their power bar fastest is the one who ends up winning. So. I think the coolest part about that whole part was you had two people playing with PS3 controllers and then you had two people playing with Vitas. So that was pretty cool. That was about the coolest part of that whole. Now, if they they, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Corey. I would say like my my favorite part of Sony's uh, conference though was definitely seeing The Last of Us. Yes, absolutely. If if I was on you know the other podcast, I would use other words, but. It was very, very good. <laughs> and I was actually honestly thinking about selling my PlayStation, but I think I'm going to hold off on that for a little bit longer until I get the game. Well, I think the integration between the Vita and the PS3, which you mentioned, um, I think it, they, you know, if they need to do more than that, and it needs to be just more than PlayStation Battle... Uh, see, now I can't say it. All, all, stars, all Stars Battle Royale... They need to do more of that in order to have the Vita functional. Now, I understand, I appreciate, obviously, uh, J.K. Rowling's interest and the new features there that they are incorporating. Um, also, as well, I like the things that they're doing uh, here and there. But uh, overall, as a package, I think Sony needs to show more and bring more to the table. I was hoping more releases, uh, maybe like sneaking out an Uncharted 4, uh, would have been cool. But I also think as well that the Call of Duty Vita might, as I've always said, the Call of Duty Vita and a price change for the better might make it out, uh, you know, for the Vita to be uh, somewhat successful in the long term. Anybody else? 
All right then. <laughs> what about Microsoft? I only got to actually see half the conference and too much connect. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it was a decent amount of connect. There was a decent amount. There was there was connect features, yes, but not too much. Not like it was last year. Last year it was like, oh look, we got this game for connect. Oh look, we got this game for connect. Oh look, we got this game for connect. Like it was, it, it wasn't like that this time. It's like they're showing the games like Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell was looking mighty fine, if I might say so myself. But like they were like, oh yeah, we also can do this with Connect. Just so you guys know, in the middle of this gameplay footage, instead of saying, oh hey guys, we have this big Connect game and it's Splinter Cell, so buy it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I, I have to agree. The the way that they um, the way that they kind of introduced the the connect the new connect features was pretty cool like they would show you the gameplay and then they would be like like you said Corey they'd be like hey by the way you could also do this stuff with connect like some of the stuff they did with splinter cell was pretty bad like uh, when he was like hanging off the ledge of that building yeah and he was like hey you <laughs> so i mean i i think i think a lot of the features that they're 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 integrating with a lot of these games is cool uh I'll tell you one game I wasn't really impressed with is uh, Fable. I, I think that game's gonna that game's gonna bomb. I agree. Thank you, somebody else. As I as I said in the uh, actually on our Facebook page, uh, they made that game already. It's called PSN uh, PS3 Journey. Already made that game. But like for for this year, they only like had two actual like big connect things that they showed, which was Nike Plus and Madden 13. That was like the only like really big connect things that they showed. And even with Madden 13, it was still it was a better with connect. It wasn't just and Dan Central Three. What's oh, Don't oh, yeah. forget Usher. The, the big whole Usher thing. I I my <laughs> connection actually cut off at that point, so I don't consider that as part of the conference. <laughs> Usher, Usher. Good man, good man. Usher, Usher. It was a lot better than Flowrider, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Jamie, what do you think? I think that, um, you know, there, Gerald does think that Overkill was with the Connect. It wasn't that bad. I mean, they did tend to go a little overboard with the, oh, look, you Xbox, you know, throw my clothes in the dryer. It, it did it, you know? They went a little obnoxious with that, but as far as the gameplay that they showed, I, I was very impressed by where they're going with Halo 4. Um, really though, honestly, out of everything I saw come out of today, I wasn't blown away by anybody. I mean, we really did see a lot of what we already knew was coming. And you, uh, but you had an issue, Nick, with Halo 4, didn't you? No, I, I actually, I'm not really much of a Halo 4 fan, however. Uh, I, I was actually pretty impressed by the uh, uh, gameplay footage. I was also impressed with Tomb Raider. Looks really good. Takes a lot of things from Uncharted, but it looks really good. If you're able to get past that, it really, you know, that it really wants to be Uncharted 2, that it, it really is, looks like it's going to be a good game. Isn't that a little ironic how the, kind of the... The tables have turned. The tables yes. have turned. This is true. This is true. But, uh, you know, the crash sequence that's blowing up right behind her 
was straight out of Uncharted. Uh, that kind of turned me off a little bit, but you know, when it gets to the actual gameplay, um, I was very impressed with that, and uh, I think it's going to set up, well, whenever it comes out in 2013, um, it's going to make out for a really nice game. Halo 4 is looking very sweet. Uh, I was very impressed with what 343 had done, uh, has done with the game. Um, I also think that announcing the ge a new Gears title with uh, some of the more popular characters like Baird and Cole um, really is going to make it a fun game. Although, um, I don't know if it's going to be as well made as the other Gears titles because this the Bulletstorm crew is making this one, so we'll have to wait and see. Oh, oh, oh man. But the, there was only one surprise for me, and that was UFC now aligning themselves with EA. And as I stated in a blog on a, on their Facebook page, um, it, you know, when that happened and, and Dana White appeared on stage with EA, shouting, e, he's finally with EA Sports, EA Sports. Um, I, you know, you, the, that sound you heard was uh, THQ probably throwing up in the trash. Surprise, THQ! <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess, what is there, what's everybody's thoughts? And uh, Well, we got Nintendo coming up. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, we'll be present at the Nintendo conference. What, what's everybody's, uh, do you have high expectations, low expectations? What do you want to see at the show? What do you, what do you think is going to, going to present itself this year, if anything? Well, I think it's a good thing because it's now the last end of the life cycle for all the major consoles. And it, we're now seeing the developers max out on the capabilities of those systems so you're getting the highest quality games produced um, pretty much at this point in time I mean the new systems will, next year that are going to be introduced are going to be bigger and better but it's going to take time for those developers to really understand the full power and magnitude of those systems um, they seem most developers now seem to as from what I can see in the demonstrations of the press conferences look like they're really going to be uh, maxing out right now uh, the games that are coming out and in both the near future, uh, the end of this year, and also early next year. Jamie? Um, really just hoping to see something that makes, you know, everybody's jaw drop, that everybody goes, there, you know, that's the defining moment. Because right now, like I said, it's just a bunch of stuff that we knew was coming. I mean, yeah, there was the tidbits with EA and UFC, and then you had, um, what was it, Corey, was it during PlayStations that they unveiled that one game where the dude could, like, tap into everybody's... No, it was Ubisoft. It was Ubisoft, was right? Watch they had Watch Dogs. That looked very interesting. I'd like to see a little more on that. Um, but other than that, somebody's got to hit that home run, and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... You know, Jimmy made a good point. I, I don't know if any of the press conferences or the information that's kind of presented itself so far uh, has really been anything, I guess, I don't know, new per se, but I mean, it was a lot of the stuff that we were kind of already expecting to see. At, at least I think so. Um, not to say that we won't be pleasantly surprised, you know, uh, over the next course couple days, but um, I, I think, yeah, they're... they're I'm going to really be looking for a wow factor this year. Like, you know, Gerald stated, with the end of the life of the consoles coming up, uh, 
I think they're going to really need to do something kind of, I don't know, something that's going to be impacting. I don't know, Chris, what do you think? Well, I think, of course, like what everyone is saying, they need to, someone needs to uh, throw a curveball out there that no one was expecting. But it is getting very predictable now, I would say, because, I mean, they usually, well, most of the games that have been announced were announced last year or throughout the course of the past uh, holiday season or past few months. So nothing new has been shining. But um, you know what? There's three days of more stuff that's going to happen. We don't know exactly what's going to go down there until we actually experience it. Uh, And maybe one of these games will have something completely different from what we're expecting. So... Right now, all I'm going to say is just wait and see. And uh, we have to certainly emphasize that because uh, we will be bringing you uh, some good content while we get while we're at the show. Corey? Yes. Sir? <laughs> Personally, like like how Jamie said, you got to look for the jaw dropper. You know, personally, my, my jaw dropped when they were showing Splinter Cell because I wasn't expecting a, a Splinter Cell. And like as soon as I like saw the little arrow point down at the guy when he first marked him, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Splinter Cell! Oh my god, it's Splinter Cell! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god!" So like, I, I'm really, really excited for it. But for the most part, I can't wait to get my hands on these games and like actually play them and see exactly what what they have in the store, how they feel, and everything like that. Because that's really going to make the difference, in my opinion. But uh, one thing to to, to consider. Thursday night, they're unveiling the Unreal Engine 4. That's as, what I wanted to talk to you about, because you had mentioned that to me. Yes. And, and as I've said quite a few times in previous podcasts, I absolutely love the Unreal Engine. Half the games that are that are made, that are AAA games, are made with Unreal Engine, like the older Splinter Cell and Batman games, you know. And I, I am at the edge of my seat waiting for this unveiled. It's called Elements, by the way. I heard Cliff Mazinski talking about it. Very excited. Alright, Gerald, what about you? Well, that's why I wanted to talk to Corey about the Unreal Engine show-off. I know he's very excited about that, and I know that's something he's mentioned as far as that would make his E3, so I was happy for for Corey that both both things he really was targeting on have come to fruition. I'm sorry for Chris because, this, um, as we mentioned uh, previously, that Dante's Inferno 2 is something he really was looking forward to hoping to get, something that, that could feasibly still come out, but uh, unfortunately was not announced. Um, I, I'm just looking for a good show. Uh, I'm not looking at anything earth-shattering anymore. Um, just going out there, like, like you said, um, like Corey said, to have a good time. Just going out there, get all the info we can get all the uh, game playing that we can, uh, and we're going to some backstage stuff, we're giving some special privileges this time out, um, as far as behind the scenes stuff that we're being shown, uh, we're very appreciative of that, and uh, I just hope you get a chance to check us out, um, either on yourgamesource.com, or um, the entire word, yourgamesource.com, YouTube page, where we're putting up a ton of videos. Uh, I know a lot of pictures are going to be on our web, main website or on our E3 page, our Facebook page. Don't forget, we're going to do a ton of updating on that. 
And remember, that also goes to our Twitter, at GameSource. So now we're picking up a lot of people on the past few days on our Twitter. I want to thank you for joining up with us and following us. And also thank you to people who are liking us on Facebook. Uh, it's because of you guys out there is the reason why we're doing this. So we truly appreciate it. Yeah, and like uh, Gerald had mentioned, you know, we do have uh, we do have some exclusive behind uh, behind the scenes <laughs> behind the scenes uh, gameplay footage we're gonna uh, get to check out on uh, Resident Evil Six. And we're not also we're not talking about our next time we stop for gas. <laughs> um, but as far as I guess my expectations for the show, I I'm kind of uh, gonna ally myself with you, Gerald. I, I don't know if I'm really gonna be particularly looking for anything earth shattering necessarily, but. Um, I guess they're, they're all saving the horses uh, as far as from Sony and Microsoft until next year when they announce some new consoles, which Chris still says does not exist. <laughs> well, I guess uh, for now, I think that'll just about sum it up. But uh, like Gerald pointed out, uh, make sure to stay tuned with us at uh, www.yourgamesource.com. Uh, Gerald, I'm sure, will be uh, throwing up plenty of live ish, <laughs> live-ish video uh, on our YouTube uh, at uh, yourgamesource.com. I better slow down. We're going above 100 miles an hour. <laughs> Did the first podcast ever going 100 miles an hour. Yeah, we cleared 75 last time. Yes. But uh, until we join up with you uh, when we arrive at the show, we uh, bid you guys a good morning and we'll uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Good morning. Later. Talk to you later. All right, later, guys.